Welcome to the Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to Next Level Famine. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots, and it is Monday, April 18th in the year 2022. And if you ever wondered where your government is, it's like this. Everybody knows you never go full retard. You went full retard, man. Never go full retard. Yeah, they went full retard. They're totally on full retard right now. <laughs> and it's all I can say is buckle up because it's going to get super stupid before we get over done with this. All right, Patriots, make sure you are getting a good night's sleep. That's super, super important. And that means you need to get your my pillow stuff in stock. Stock it up. Get your beds ready because you need good sleep. And there's all sorts of stress going on right now in the environment in, intended to knock down your sleep. Because if you knock down the sleep, you reduce your immune system. You reduce, you make yourself unhealthy as they dump all more sorts of other stuff into the environment like they wouldn't ever spray or anything like that to affect climate change or something, right? So anyway, make sure you get your stuff you need. MyPillow's got the best products ever for sleep. And you can get Giza cotton sheets unpar unparalleled in their comfort. The MyPillow Classic, just another fantastic addition to your sleep time. Plus, men's and women's sleepwear, my slippers. They've got even a Giza cotton pillow, all sorts of great stuff. Mattress toppers, mattresses, all of these things are on sale. The Giza cotton sheets right now are on sale for 60% off the um, my pillow classic is down to 1998 and the my slippers um, they are so good they are 50 percent off as well as the men's and women's sleepwear so head on over to mypillow.com or head over to mypillow.com forward slash bards that's pretty awesome because that's our own bards nation landing page and you will use your promo code i'll bet you can't guess it it's bards b-a-r-d-s that's your promo code and with that you're going to unlock all sorts of fantastic savings it's like ding 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 type that sucker in and you watch that you just watch that balance just fall right off the page so use your promo code bards b-a-r-d-s you can use that promo code anywhere on the frank speech site on the my pillow site and the my store site as well and if you are inclined, you can actually speak to a real human being rather than being online. You can call a Patriot Pillow Counselor, and you can reach them at 800-975-2939, 800-975-2939. And they will guide you right through every bit of sleep comfort you need. Just use your promo code BARDS. So again, head on over to BARDS, not BARDS, mypillow.com forward slash BARDS. Use your promo code BARDS. Take advantage of great savings and take, get some of the best sleep products currently on the market. All right, Patriots, so we've had kind of a crazy weekend, and I'm just going to start out with this right on top. If you are not prepping and getting food stored up and getting your garden going, you're wrong. It's just that simple. It's like you're on the wrong side of the fence on this one. Things are getting pretty crazy, okay, and I'm not, I'm not kidding about this. I went over today and picked up a whole bunch of dried beans and, and stuff for more stores, stores. In the last few, like last two months, that's increased 20% in cost. 
we have had huge increases in costs. I mean, that's, I just can't stress that enough. And it's a recession is upon us. So let's get very real. And in the meantime, they're giving you all sorts of distractions to look here, look there, and not pay attention to anything. And the part about this that gets me the most frustrated is you have main influencers, just the same influencers that wouldn't say don't take the injection, are the same influencers and politicians that are not telling people that a food shortage is coming. This thing is very real. And it's not an issue that we can control in the, on the big picture, but we can control in our backyards within our homes, and how we run our lives. Now, today when I picked up a bunch of these supplies, this is what I love about talking to people face-to-face, okay? So I had a pretty good size order at the grocery store of, of in the bulk section, and the woman that helped me out, because we had two carts full of dried beans, and as I'm taking this out and I was talking to her, she says, looks like you're really stocking up, and I said, I am. And she said, you don't really think this is real, do you? Do you think, or do you think they're just trying to scare us again like they did with COVID. And I said, you know, your point's well taken. I said, because I'm glad to hear that you see that COVID was a complete fear porn exercise. But I said, this is real. And I said, you know, I've, I've, with my podcast, I said, I have for the last two years followed this and try to prove this wrong every day. And I said, the bottom line is that farmers are not planting as much. The costs of fuel, the costs of of fertilizer, all the inputs are going up. You can't grow anything in our soil in in these big mega agriculture-based lands anymore unless you have the agriculture inputs like fertilizer, herbicides, things like that, and the genetically modified seeds. And you're not, you don't get over a recovery like this if you don't plant now. You don't simply get to accelerate it. Plus, they've been culling all sorts of animals and, and, and beef. So I'm putting this on the front of the show because it's important to get it in everybody's minds. We all need right now to be literally evangelists to get people moving to plant food and get a garden going. It's one thing to stock up on things, and that's essential. People should have, in my opinion, a minimum of six months of basics because it's going to take time to transition as this thing goes out of hand. But everybody needs to have seeds and everybody needs to be planting. So if you can get to your neighbor, and I was another great story over the weekend, one of our neighbors has been seeing what we've been doing in the backyard and was so motivated that they're now tearing out their landscaping and putting in a garden. That just happened. So it is essential that we get out here and get in front of people, talk to them, communicate to them the urgency of this, because here's what will happen. If we get enough people planting and growing, it isn't going to be a a disaster in the United States. Matter of fact, we'll work through it together. But if we get too many people that aren't planting and think that they can always go to the local grocery store to get everything, we're talking crisis. And we don't need that crisis because that level of crisis gets to be chaos. And that's exactly what the deep state's planning. In one way or another, they're trying to break this country without, without food. And so we're going to get into a lot of that as we go here tonight. But let's begin with a few few other things to start with. Right off the top, just leading out of the weekend, I want you to hear this neat piece on the Shroud of Turin. The enigmatic Shroud of Turin is one of the most fiercely debated pieces of archaeologic evidence in the history of the human story. Is it the burial cloth of Jesus of Nazareth? Or is it an elaborate and clever medieval forgery? Let's take a look at the top five pieces of evidence that support the legitimacy of this ancient artifact. Number five. Dead men keep their eyes open. 
So in order to keep the eyes of the dead man closed, weights would often be placed on their eyelids. And in this case, the weights that were used were Roman coins, minted by the government of Pontius Pilate in the years 29 AD to 32 AD, exactly the time of the crucifixion. Number four, there is actual human blood on the shroud, and not just any blood, the blood of a dead man. A dead man with the rarest blood type, AB, which only approximately 1% of the population has. And this blood was loaded with bilirubin, which is why the blood on the shroud stayed red and didn't turn brown or black. But why, you ask, would there be high levels of bilirubin in this blood? Check this out. Hyperbilirubin, a physiologic phenomenon that happens when the victim is highly traumatized leading up to the time of his death. Which means that if the shroud was a forgery, the forger would have had to torture someone to death and then use that blood. Number three, the date of the shroud. In 1988, a research team conducted carbon dating on the shroud. And quick to dismiss it as a forgery, the team determined that the shroud was made in the 1300s. However, many researchers do not trust these results, claiming that the part of the shroud used for the test was damaged in a fire in the 1500s. And in 2013, scientists at the University of Padua in Italy conducted a new dating test on the shroud. And the result of the test dates the shroud from between 300 BC and 400 AD, the average being 50 AD, exactly the time of the crucifixion. Number two, plant material found on the cloth. An analysis of the botanical materials found on the shroud places the burial of the man on the shroud to precisely the area of Jerusalem using a technique known as polarized image overlay botanist Avi Dannon of the Hebrew University of Jerusalem discovered pollen and plant material on the shroud that is only found in the area where Jesus was crucified. In fact, the plant that Dannon discovered that was used to create the famous crown of thorns only blooms in that area and only blooms between the months of March and May. When is Easter again? Number one, the properties of the image on the shroud. To this day, science has no idea what kind of technology was used to imprint this image onto the shroud. There was no paint used, and it appears to have been burned onto the cloth with some kind of radiation. Some kind of radiation that created a negative image? A negative 3D image. So what do you believe? Is this artifact proof of the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus of Nazareth? Or some brilliantly executed medieval forgery? All I know is we need to have a lot of Jesus right now. And that's why we're going to start it out with that, because this world is upside down, and we know that Christ can snap it together. But we've got to stay true to our faith in him. All right, patriots. One of the things that is happening right now is this over-obsession with Elon Musk. And everybody should be a little concerned. I don't know if people know this or not, but BlackRock basically is the owner of Tesla. And here you have Elon Musk going out here trying to buy Twitter that's also owned by BlackRock. So if we start to put two and two together, and it doesn't take a lot, it actually does work in real math. Two plus two equals four. The fact of the matter is when you start to see a hand puppet of one agency starting to put up this big stuff about disclosing things on Twitter, all of this is a distraction. Listen to this piece right here. One of two things is going to happen. Okay. First of all, Elon is going to be thwarted by these folks. He's not going to get okay. control of this company. The vested interest in stopping him by the board, by the new CEO, Talking about Twitter. and by the corporate media and the political elites is too great. They will find a way to stop him. Okay. And one of two things is going to happen. Either the poison pill will win and Twitter stock will be down in the dumps 30 days from now. It'll be the same price it was when $30? Elon started accumulating. $35? Around that price, it's going to be back in the dumps 
And to Jamal's point, all these board members are going to be sued, justifiably so, because they did not pursue the best deal of the company. Or there's one other possibility that they will find a buyer for Twitter and that the, the way they will defeat Elon will be to find another buyer at, you know, the same or greater price. And they will place Twitter in the hands of another company who they regard as culturally safer because that company buys into the regime of censorship. And it might be Disney. It might even be Google. I'm telling you, I think that if Google were the company to step up, the administration would ultimately support that deal rather than Elon getting the company. And I'm telling you, in 30 days, we will find out how rigged this game is and how deep the corruption goes because they will do anything to stop Elon from acquiring this company, even if it means violating their fiduciary duty or violating antitrust law. They, they're not going to do anything that they are that don't already have planned out. Elon's part of the game. That's the whole thing that's killing me. All these crazy conservatives out here going, look, oh, Elon's going to get tr Trump's Twitter account back. Why would Trump want his Twitter account back, by the way? He just became more wealthier than he's ever been, thanks to True Social. He did all that by the selling out shares in the SPAC. And the SPAC is what owns True Social. And they've got all this going. So why exactly would Trump again want to be back on Twitter? Hmm. So it's there's just some, oh, wait a minute. We have something for this. For all those out there that are doing that, that are pushing that narrative, I got something for you. Everybody knows you never go full retard. You went full retard, man. Never go full retard. <laughs> That's seriously it, man. I'm telling you. We're, we've got we've got a whole bunch of conservatives out here that are like, dude, you're going full retard. I, this is going to be the best soundbite I've ever had. I'm going to use this so much. It's going to be so much fun. I'm telling you right now. So why would they be doing? Why in the world would they be pushing the Twitter story so much? And trying to get Elon out there to distract every every conservative and liberal out there to lose their minds because we know that he is like the Messiah to them since he can do a drone excitement in the sky and open up the plant, his big mega giga plant down in Texas, and let people run through like it's Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. Why? Well, maybe it has something to do with this. This Tucker's going to tell us about. Wait to hear what's about to happen to fertilizer, which is the basis of food. Turns out Russia does doesn't simply supply energy to the entire world, it is a major supplier of every crop nutrient farmer need. That means, thanks to American and European sanctions, your grocery bill is about to get much, much bigger. Ben Rinchy is an expert on this subject. He owns and runs the Blue Diamond Farming Company in Iowa. He farms more than 16,000 acres in the state. So again, he would know. Ben Rinchy joins us tonight. Ben, thanks so much for coming on. It's embarrassing how little most people know about fertilizer, where it comes from, what it means. But tell us the implications of this well, sanctions. Soaring food, fertilizer prices are likely to break spike food prices. If you're upset that gas is up a dollar or two a gallon, wait till your grocery bill is up a thousand dollars a month. And it might not just manifest itself in terms of price; it could be quantity as well. Empty shelf syndrome may just be starting. I, I'm sorry. I just want to make sure I heard you correctly. Up a thousand dollars a month. I mean that. Sure. You know, the price of growing my crops or the major crops of corn, soybeans, wheat, rice, cotton are up thirty to forty percent. They are on my farm, and most of that is fertilizer. Nitrogen prices are up three times from 
the last crop we put in, phosphorus and potassium are doubled. Uh, the planting season in the northern hemisphere is just weeks away. There's no miracle technology that can cut that in half or a third. Uh, it's a pretty fixed formula. For me to grow an acre of corn on my farm, I need 200 pounds of nitrogen, 200 pounds of phosphorus, and 100 pounds of potash. We just, it's gonna be hard how this plays out. Will farmers switch to other crops that produce less? We're certainly not going to literally pour on the groceries to grow this crop. I mean, it's only food. I mean, is this an, is this an, are you saying this is an essential product for people? Well, it pretty much is, and there's some pretty likely culprits on this. As you detailed, uh, you know, the number one thing is natural gas. It's the key stock of most fertilizer inputs, especially ammonium fertilizer inputs. But then we've got supply chain woes that came from the pandemic, a few hurricanes that knocked down some supply sources. But what's really affecting us are the things that could have been prevented the ESG things. This could kind yeah. of be described as the food crisis of the Green New Deal. Um, to elaborate, policies that have made us more dependent on foreign energy, uh, energy plants that have been decommissioned from other power sources and transitioned to natural gas and thus competing against the fertilizer input stocks, uh, Wall Street taking an in, uh, activist investor role uh, with uh, strategic plant closures, but the kingpin in this, the worst part for a farmer, is this action that's been taken by the International Trade Commission. Tariffs that they put in place creating monopolies that we can't buy uh, from friendly parties that have a third of the supplies. It's, this is so crazy. I, I can't think of a segment that's bothered me more than what you just said. Um, ben Rinchy, I hope you'll come back. Um, I sure would like to. greater length. I hope that you will. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. You're welcome. A man who farms 16,000 acres knows what he's talking about. Tucker needs to join Barnes FM. He'd be disturbed every night if that's the case. He'd be like every night going, I don't think I've ever known a, a episodes that's disturbed me so much. Well, Tucker, let's get real. The food issue is real, and it is getting worse almost daily, and it's something we have to keep our eyes on. There is a company or a, um, yeah, it's a company called Hang on a second, bring it up right here. They're called Moonridge Farm. Now, they're in the UK, but this is yet another one of these disturbing stories to kind of see how this is going on globally. This is what they put up on their Facebook post today. We have now closed Moonridge Farm for trade as we have unfortunately had an avian flu, so all our birds have been culled. For those of you that don't know what that means, that means they've been killed. We are not sure when we will be able to trade as a poultry farm again, and if we will. We are currently dealing with DEFRA. I don't know what that is. Something to do with probably like the FDA in, in England, which takes a lot of patience, time, and energy. We are obviously devastated, and we are going to take some time out to decide our next move. We'd just like to thank all of our customers and suppliers for their support and good wishes. This is not the end of Moon Ridge, so do keep your eye on our page. And this is a big thank you to all. So this is because they decided to go in and test the chickens with a PCR test. I could not have imagined this a few years ago. There is no way I could have imagined that this was in our day. Everybody knows you never go full retard. You went full retard, man. Never go full retard. Yeah, that's where we are. That's what I can say. 
we have we have reached this at the pinnacle of human existence. We have gone full retard. But this is just continuing. So take take a listen to this. Bird flu outbreak above and beyond rate of spread observed in 2015 warns industry expert. This is in Zero Hedge, and this was earlier to, uh, on Saturday, actually, or on Sunday, I'm sorry, uh, yesterday. This is, article was posted at 4, a, 4 p.m. The bird flu outbreak has only been spreading around the U.S. for two months, and some industry experts are warning the rate of spread could be worse than the devastating 2015 outbreak. On Friday, the U.S. Department of Agriculture, USDA, announced yet another state where it is contagious strain of highly pathogenic avian influenza has been detected. Idaho is the 27th state where this virus has been found since February. WAPO spoke on Grow Intelligence and Agri-Data Experts Senior Research Analyst Grady Ferguson, who tracked the last outbreak in 2015, saying this one could be more disruptive to the poultry and egg markets. Of course it could. Ferguson said that 66 days into the outbreak, 1.3% of all U.S. chickens have been affected and 6% of U.S. turkey flock. There you go. You can start to see what they're going to do. They're already starting to call the chickens. So this is all about taking people off of meat. And what else? Getting you to eat bug protein. That's what they're heading for. They only want. They all want to grow all your food in the lab. So you've knocked out a big farm in UK that was doing chickens. They're off the table. You've got bird flu spreading through the US and they're tracking it. They're going to be calling more chickens here. And then this is a good little bit of news for you. And this is the headline in Gateway Pundit. What is going on, question mark? By the way, in fairness, this story broke last week on Brighteon. Mike Adams did this release, and I think it was last Thursday. Good kudos to Mike Adams. I mean, that's a full three, four days ahead on his intelligence, which is fantastic. What is going on? It says Union Pacific Railroad begins restricting rail shipments of nitrogen-based fertilizer during spring planting. You just can't make this stuff up. I'm telling you, man, you just can't make it up. Everybody knows you never go full retard. You went full retard, man. Never go full retard. We are seriously in the age of manufactured famine. So it says, in early March, Tucker Carlson invited Iowa corn and soybean farmer Ben Reinch onto his top-rated program to discuss the massive inflation we are about to see in food prices here at home. That's the interview we just heard, by the way. From Tucker Carlson, according to Reince, grocery prices may increase up to one thousand dollars per month due due to Russia's sanctions on fertilizer. So we just heard that little piece. Now this it says a leading manufacturer of hydrogen and nitrogen products has informed Union Pacific Rail Lines we're reducing and limiting shipments of fertilizer during the planting season this year. Who made this decision? CF Industries Holding, a leading global manufacturer of hydrogen and nitrogen products today, informed customers it serves by Union Pacific Rail Lines that the railroad mandated shipping reductions would result in nitrogen fertilizer shipment delays during the spring application season and that it would be unable to accept new rail sales involving Union Pacific for the foreseeable future. The company understands that this is one of only 30 companies to face these restrictions. I'm telling you, this is the entire thing they're doing right now is to engineer the food process so that people ultimately and in their mind will begin to starve to death. And that is how they break a society. They bring people to their ground. I mean, here, here again, 13 April on 2022, so this was last week, supply chain issues. This comes out of farm Farming UK, 
Supply chain issues could lead to limited supply of red meat. They don't want you to have red meat. They want you to have bugs. They're already, and Bill Gates has got plenty of them for you. Today, then we also have corn. Corn exceeds $8 a bushel for the first time in a decade on shortage fears. It's not fears. They're making it happen. And so the traders are making a mint as they start to change the direction of future stuff. And so what are they going to do to keep your eyes off of that as they try to starve, prepare to starve everybody to death? Well, you guessed it. It's going to be COVID again. COVID's going to come roaring in, even though now the public transportation mask mandate is no longer in effect, according to the CDC. And there was a federal judge that struck down the mask mandate for airlines. So people are now into, we're back into normal. We can start not wearing our mask as they squeeze the food supply to starve everybody out. I cannot tell you how important it is to get your friends and neighbors to start growing. It is essential. But this is not anything that should have caught anybody by surprise, especially if they've been paying attention to the whole global issue of where, who controlled what in terms of energy and fertilizer. Take a listen to this. Seeing a lot in the media at the moment that, hey, we need to get off uh, Russian uh, oil and gas and move to nuclear and renewables because that will ensure we are politically secure. So a little bit of looking into this. So OPEC is 30% of world's production. OPEC plus about 40, 45%. And it's 23 different countries and they don't even make up a majority of uh, supply. We're honored with uh, Brother Mohammed Barkindo, Secretary General of OPEC here. Nuclear. Russia produces basically all the world's uranium-235 and has half of the world's uranium enrichment. One country, and a country that's controversial to many at the moment. Renewables, China alone, has 85% of rare minerals processing, 90% of all the battery cells produced on Earth, 70% of all the solar panels produced on Earth, and 50% of the wind turbines. One country, China. Again, to the US and, and Europe, a lot of issues around trade and, and geopolitics. So the idea that somehow the energy transition is going to make us immune from geopolitics is a myth that needs to be exploded and recognized now in all our planning. And it's interesting that you mentioned that because um, sitting on stage with Vladimir Putin back in October, I can tell you that this was a man who fundamentally understood where all of his resources were. He understood exactly how the world was interconnected when it comes to energy, and he understood the European energy dynamic probably better than most of the people even involved in the European energy dynamic, certainly the politicians, and the world, frankly, was sleeping. I don't think they were sleeping. They were intentionally gearing up to have the West be slaughtered over this, which is Putin knew that he was going to have to pull the grenade pin, and he did. He went into Ukraine, shook up the Kazarian Mafia, took out one of their strongholds, took out all the money laundering places across the globe, and there you have it. We're back at this side, the bad side of the world, which is our government, by the way, the treasonous people that run this thing. They're all about themselves, saving themselves, and starving out the people. They have no problem doing it. We are in the middle of what is effectively a mass extinction event. And I, I don't think enough people are grasping where we are. Between the shot, which has multiple issues of what it's doing to people, it's not just one thing. Okay, We also obviously have Brian Artis, Dr. Brian Artis' work, which is looking at it as a 
venom-based extraction for the spike protein. We know there's nanotech. We know there's graphene oxide. There's other consequences that are happening in lungs and hearts. All of these are, are effects of this injection. And there is a slow degeneration of the people who took it. That's a steady flow. They're just slowly, their bodies are slowly breaking down over time. They've shortened their lifespan and they've become a massive profit center for this corporate medical system, which all of it in the end of the day is owned and controlled by BlackRock or Vanguard, those two great little conglomerate companies there, the holding companies. So we see that at the same time, they're accelerating the use of this mRNA into the flu shot. So you don't have to worry. You can get both. They tell you now you just can't get them in the same arm. You can get one flu shot and one, one in booster and you can get them. If you go in, you can just roll up both sleeves and they'll get you on both sides. Probably get a lizard tail coming out of each ear when you get through with it, but that's okay. Man, I'll tell you. And then we've got the food issue, which is a big one as gas costs are increasing. Now, you know, let's go over some of these things because this is how this is getting very real and very pressing on a society. And this is why I keep talking so much about prepare. Rents are up 30 to 40%, actual 40% on, on most markets right now. Once the leases people are currently on are renewed, most leases in the big cities are going up 40%, 40%. You have gas, which is up 30%. You have food, which on the average is up about 12 to 15% right now, as high as 20 or 30%, depending on where you are or what you're, what you're buying, okay? Those are the real inflation numbers, not this garbage of 8.5%. That's just, that's a mythical number. The real number that's hitting the homes and hitting every American home right now between rent food, and gas. We are talking an average in there somewhere between 20 and 25% inflation. We call that hyperinflation because it's continuing. The dollar is falling. So this is the other sides of this. And this is what the Tucker Carlson interview was hitting on. Okay. You have, you have a declining dollar because the petro, petrodollar is sliding across the globe. That's starting to fall. As I've said many times, unfortunately, this has to happen to free the world, but that doesn't mean it's going to be easy on us. Each person has to take responsibility for their lives and quit expecting the government to be there to help because they won't be. The dollar is starting to slide, which is reducing the buying power on a global level. That's part of what's causing the increase in costs for fertilizer, and they're blaming it on Russia. The fact of the matter is they have no money to buy stuff. U.S. dollar is broken. And Russia's already said it doesn't want to take it in anyway. It wants to only use rubles. And if you notice, we're not rushing to get rubles. And it's not because we don't want to. It's because the dollar's not worth anything and the ruble's now pinned to gold. So we have declining power, buying power of the dollar. You have an increase in costs. And so you've, these are massive. So on the average, a 20 to 25% increase in costs across the board, wages are not matching that. Wages aren't going up 25 to 20, 20 to 25%. And what's even worse is when you go to buy food now, it's not just that it's more expensive, but you're getting physically less in the package than you did before. Pay attention to their little hand magic they're doing over here and resizing packages. It's like, oh, look, we've got a cool new label, except by the same time, we took out 25% of the product for you. These are the things that are happening. Then we're starting to see the, the system in terms of culling out like chickens and cattle. That's happening. They're calling it bird flu, avian flu. They're going to come up with a swine flu. I guarantee it's all. They're going to hit every single species. Pigs, swine flu, cattle. They'll come up with like, you know, brain disease again like they had before. 
mad cow disease, and then they'll end up with avion, some sort of avion flu. All of these things are to reduce the access to meat. We're going to start seeing store shelves vacated, and as they continue the march to try to cull out the herds, put more pressure on people so that we end up, people are broken, literally, emotionally, physically, don't have any money to buy things, and then they're going to come in and they're going to sweep in and offer you the golden ticket. It's going to be like Willy Wonka's Tower, man. And it's going to be in here like, hey, guess what we've got? What do you have? We've got a CBDC for you, and we're going to give you a basic income every month, and we'll give you a reduced, we'll give you a nice little place to live at a subsidized rent, so don't worry about that. And then we're going to make sure that you get free health care as long as you use the hospital systems. And, of course, you have to get injected. Don't worry about that. And make sure that you put everything on your little digital pass. I think if we're going to be honest with each other, there is a large percentage of this population that will walk right into that and say, please, I'll take it. I'm tired. I can't take this anymore. And ultimately, it's going to be the majority of them are going to be lacking faith or lacking a true relationship with God. And I mean that seriously. You're not going to get through this without strong faith. So reinforce that position in your life by getting food stocked up, taking control of your food process, getting gardens going everywhere you can. Find a place in the backyard. If you have a lawn, kill it. Put it in a garden. Seriously, this is not time to play. And it's time to get seeds too because you need to stock up on seeds. Have seeds. Seeds don't last forever. But if you get seeds at least for this season and another two planting seasons, and they're well-kept, you should be able to be okay. You'll be ahead of it, and then you can start saving your own seeds. Make sure you're getting heirloom seeds. And don't get this genetically modified garbage because it's, most of it's going to be sterile after it bears its fruit anyway. So these are the simple things. But keep in mind that this government has its real agenda. This is an older piece from Biden, but it's worth remembering because he actually said these words. Find out whether you own a gun because we're about to really take away all your rights and you're going to not be able to defend yourself. We're going to swoop down with special forces folks and gather up every gun in America. It won't be special forces. It'll be some of his hand puppet stooges, like the same people that were up on the Canadian lines beating the Canadians to death with sticks, which were probably coming in from Ukraine. There are going to be UN-type troops that are going to try to do it if they do it at all. And the one place they will definitely hit will be the cities. The cities are the worst place ever to be. So this is a very real war, and I, I'm emphasizing this a lot. We've talked this in terms of this for three years now, but the, the point is turned now to when they're, they're turning the tables on the war. They launched their first attack, which was the mask and COVID stuff, which was just to fear people into something. Wave two was the injection. People were primed after their brains were completely fried with lack of oxygen, wearing a mask all the time. So then they injected them, and they got the drug in them, the, the DNA modification. They put the lizard gene inside of everybody. So now they've got a Satan seed running inside of them. They've been installing these strange lights. If you haven't seen this one, this is bizarre as can be. They've been installing these strange, these strange lights at the street lights that flicker. These lights, by the way, are tied to a, an, a technology that fuses RNA, mRNA with DNA. So that's happening. So that's like the zombie apocalypse on the horizon, right? So we are we are into a man-made famine. We are into a man-made engineered shortages of of fuel. They are manipulating the economy so that they're accelerating inflation. 
They're bright, rupturing the dollar. They're doing so strategically on a global level as they pilfer as much out of the system as they can for themselves, all with by design to force the will of the people so that by their free will, they will accept the next level of crazy. To get there and to get to like level three, you have to go to next level two, which is going to be famine. And famine's coming. That word is foreign to us in this nation. We don't even know what that means. But I'm telling you, the rate of things are going, it's just, and we're not talking like next week. We're talking a, rap, a continued acceleration on this through the summer and into fall. And the biggest obstacle we have right now is not the fact that they're telling us because they're putting it out there. The biggest obstacle of all of this is people not taking this seriously. And I hate to say it because I'm dinging on them all the time because just a second before I say it, I'm going to play this and you'll know what I'm talking about. Hang on a second. Everybody knows you never go full retard. You went full retard, man. Never go full retard. Yep, that would be the Q movement right there. That's where they are because they are literally out of reach of, in, of sanity. They're so far over the edge of trying to believe that there's like going to be this big thing and they're like, it's going to be in November. They're going to arrest everybody. I've said this over and over. I don't care because arresting Hillary Clinton does not put food on your table. I know that may come as a shock to some of those out there that have been reading Q posts, but hey, there it is. So the reality is, is people need, we as a, anybody that's going to take this seriously, when I say we, that's going to take food seriously, then be a, an evangelist for growing gardens. Seriously. It's never been more important than now. Get out here, talk to your neighbors, talk to your friends, talk to anybody you see, and let them know in a calm and, and collective way without going full retard, let them know the importance of what this is, that that. And give some facts. Refer to the things of like fertilizer and potash and how without those things, we aren't going to be able to grow food and the fact that they've gone up three times in cost. The cost of food alone is going to create a shortage because as food costs go up, people are going to have to be choosing between eating and paying a rent, eating and filling their tank full of gas. And this is literally where we are. And you want to start talking about malnutrition across this nation, which is already bad in our inner cities with kids. Wait till you see it get here. So we're, we are in a very big crisis. And all of this is by design because if you can reduce the nutrition of the youth, you will cause them to be mentally, I don't want to use the term incorrectly. They are not going to mature mentally as others will that are well fed. This is all by design. They're trying to create a shortage of food for those. And in particular, the class of people that are getting smacked the worst on all of this is going to be Blacks and, and Latinos that are under the poverty level. It's all by design, folks. And we have to be above this and do something. We have to gonna start working together to get through this. And that's truly where it is. So I want to just kind of, as we start to wrap up tonight, I want you to hear this short piece. It's an interesting perspective. And just keep this in mind. Who cares about all these conspiracies? Who cares if the earth is flat? Who cares if it's round? Doesn't matter. We're just going to live and die. Anyway, we all going to die. Don't none of this shit matter anyway. I tell you why it matters. Everything that you've been programmed to believe about reality and the way this universe works is purposely designed to hide you from who you really are. It's purposely designed to hide the true children of Israel. It's purposely designed to hide you from the true divine father of creation. It's purposely designed to hide you from your roots. It's meant to hide the tree of life and the true nature of the universe 
and how everything is created and the true power that we have. It's designed to keep you out of balance with the yin and the yang, even down to the sexual nature and the sexual energy that everybody carries, which is the most powerful energy in creation. It's so powerful, in fact, it can bring a whole body and a whole soul into this world. All we know how to do is bust a nut. We don't even know the real power of what we're playing with. So that's why it matters. It does matter. We didn't just happen by accident. No, we didn't just happen by accident. And that's the truth. And this is, we are God's children. And it's something we have to keep in mind. So as we enter into this phase, come out of an amazing weekend celebrating Christ rising, we need to literally be in a, a full war mode now. They're waging war against us to exterminate us. And I'm not going to have it. I'm sorry. I'm not going to be one of those that rolls over like a dead cockroach. Not happening. So buckle up. Get your stuff together at your house. Get your food stocks up. Get your garden going. Lock and load whenever you need to and be ready because we're not going to let them take this country from us. We're done playing. And the first and best place to ever be strong is when we're strong in our house. And that's it right there. It is the fundamental place where we are there. Now, keep in mind, they're running all sorts of tests now to see how they're going to do this. They're smacking Shanghai. They're starving people out in Shanghai. All of these things are happening. But we can't let it happen here. And the reason we won't is because we will come together as communities. We will draw a red line. And that red line will take whatever form it has to. Make sure you're in close touch with your sheriff and your local communities. But we're going to have to take this country back, and if we have to take it back by force, we will. Begin with a garden. It's the most empowering thing you can do to know that not only do you have food in stores, but you're growing food for the future. And from there, we start rebuilding. We have to go back to go forward, and we will. And we will truly, in this sense, make a new America. And we will make an America greater than the vision our founding fathers ever had because we will show the world what it is when we come together under the banner of Christ and we fight with God on the throne. Let's pray. Father, we come to you today just very humbled hearts in a time of extreme chaos and a whole bunch of stupid going on across this globe. And so we just sit and pray, we pray and have you hear our hearts that we truly are worn down from the long fight this is, and yet we're in, in, in energized by the love in which Christ gives us. But we're not going to bend to any evil. We're not going to bow to any sort of demands that try to put us in compromise that takes us away from you. What we ask, Lord, is that you can just continue to give us that strength and the clarity of our next steps as we walk forward. We are praying for the dis disruption of the enemy in every way possible, that making it impossible for politicians to speak lies. We want to start seeing their tongues wrapped and snagged so they can't speak anything but truth. We need to convey, Lord, every chance we have the power of what needs to happen in preparations for something we hope doesn't happen, but we know in our hearts it's going to be a trying time. So, Father, we just ask that you provide us with those engagements where we can, where we can interact one-on-one -on -one, to motivate people in a positive way, to get them to see the truth, to start motivating them, to set some provisions aside, to start a garden, and to start literally sowing seeds in their life. So guide us, Father, in all we do. Thank you for all you've given. Guide us and protect us. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. All right, patriots. It's a good Monday for some crazy and just remember, no matter what you do, everybody knows you never go full retard. You went full retard, man.
Never go full retard. Don't go full retard. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. Keep your prayers up, patriots. God's ready to talk to you. He's got all sorts of knowledge to share. And God's with us and he'll never forsake us. But he will also, we also know that God will win. But we are here in this time, in this place for such a time as this. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time. God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable. And we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, 
It has no rules but one. To win at any cost. But we will never bow. For we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.